This woman's life is quite something. Cursed charity shop painting ruined my life. She was weirdly protective over it. She was continually staring at it. She was running her fingers over the cheekbones. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. It's a Thursday. That means it's me and Lozzie looking at paranormal news. Today, we have quite the roster. We have a lady who divorced a ghost. But that ghost wants to stick around because the ghost is now stalking her. Her ghost ex-husband is now stalking her. Yep. We have a painting that was purchased at a charity shop that is causing all sorts of shenanigans. And we have a cave in Japan that is known as the entrance to hell itself. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Lozzie, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm ready to uh, dive into that that cave that could be the entrance to hell. Sounds pretty tasty. Well, I have heard that apparently, although it is blocked off, ghost hunters do keep trying to sneak in. Why you'd want to sneak into the entrance to hell itself is beyond me, but hey, anything for some views. Am I right, lads? I think is the case that's going on here. So, yeah, okay. So I think that we may as well just jump straight into the first case. So what have we got? I divorced my husband. Now he's stalking me in bizarre disguises. Okay. So, Brocard says she caught her ghost ex, Eduardo, stalking her in Paris when he claimed to be a dead Frenchman and followed her home and now wants to date the living. Okay. 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 A woman who divorced her ghost lover claims the spectre is now stalking her after their breakup. Singer-songwriter Brocard from Oxfordshire fell in love with Eduardo, the ghost of a Victorian soldier, in late 2021 when he appeared in her home. A year after she said they got married, she called quits on the relationship and accused the spirit of cheating on her. Wow. That's it. So that, that tells me that not only do people cheat in life, but they also cheat in death. That's it. That's awful. It's one, I mean, I guess, I don't know if you can say it's worse, because cheating's cheating, mate. You know what I mean? Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Till death do us part. Hmm. That's interesting, because if she married this ghost, what does that mean? What does that part of the vow mean? don't know. Like a subsection or a subclause. They'd have to change that. It's got to be. Rather than till death do us part and when death does us part because it's off the bat. Like, he's dead. He's a ghost. So you're literally, like, in in sickness and in health, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, till death do us part. That doesn't, none of it, it means nothing if you're already deceased and a ghost. So, yeah, I'd imagine it would have to be a case of, listen, right? We, uh... We're already in a bit of a situation here where the death tell us do us part bit is is fucking gone. So we need, yeah, we need you to uh, put a little clause in here for us. And I'm sure they did. 
I'm sure they did. But anyway, they got they got divorced or split because the spirit was cheating on her. So she called in an exorcist and was convinced Eduardo was gone for good, so treated herself to a trip to France. Okay, right? There, there's, there's breaking up with someone, right? There's breaking up with someone. And then there is basically what I understand exercising to be, like, destroying the soul of a spirit and or returning it to hell. Yeah. So a bit different isn't it that is like how i see this she called in an exorcist right how i see this is like if someone cheats on you right awful so you get them murdered yeah this it's like capital punishment to the highest degree really isn't it, it is an exorcism for a ghost that's it i'm pretty yeah. sure Unless you're a demon and you return from whence you came, I'm pretty sure if you're exercised, that's it. You're fucking vaporized into atoms. Don't fancy that. No, I don't know the ins and outs, but I'm pretty sure that is, you know, what it entails. However, apparently this didn't work because she went on a trip to France where she says she met another ghost oh, named Fabienne near the Eiffel Tower. So it's a good thing that all these ghosts keep turning up for her. She's clearly got a type. When it followed her home, she became suspicious and her worst fears were later confirmed. It was Eduardo in disguise. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. He'd fucking disguised himself as a deceased ghost Eiffel Tower worker. How'd you do that? That's I impressive. have no idea. I really don't know. But... She got all the way back to, to her home. And there he was. Eduardo popped off the mask. Sneaky. Very, very sneaky. sneaky. Brocard said, I thought that I'd started a new ghost-free chapter of my life. Hang on, but you took a ghost home with you. <laughs> What's going on here? It wasn't until I started to think about moving on that disturbing and creepy things started to happen. I embarked on a post-divorce trip to Paris to find myself, and I ended up finding... Fabienne, or so he called himself. I was walking down the banks of the River Seine, chasing the shadow of the Eiffel Tower, cowing under my umbrella as raindrops poured off it, and then it struck me, glistening in a puddle, the reflection of a Frenchman. I tilted my umbrella back, but nobody was around. I looked back towards the puddle. The man was clear as the ocean. A holiday romance with a Parisine ghost was surely too good to be true. He later revealed himself as Eduardo. It was a honey trap all along. I couldn't believe I'd been catfished by a ghost. A ghost catfish. That's devastating, that is. That is, yeah. It's probably one of the worst cases of catfishing I've ever heard. It's to deep. Be honest. It's deep, man. It is very deep. Do you know what else she could have seen? We'll Do you know what else she could have bumped into, mate? She could have bumped into a wraith. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Look up into a wraith. That's it. She could have bumped into a wraith. This podcast is brought to you by Wraith, guys. Okay, use code DUDY for 20% off at Drink Wraith. Go to Drink Wraith, and you can get yourself 20% off with code 
doody. There are lots of flavours. I personally, I love Bear Drop. I do love Bear Drop. But Son of a Beach is also very, very nice. There are some great flavours out there. It gets you energised. You just add water to the powder. Okay, and with 20% off, you're going to have yourself a good time. That's Code Duty. Okay, thank you so much to Wraith for sponsoring this podcast. But yeah, it wasn't a Wraith though, was it? It was Eduardo. Eduardo, the pesky Eduardo. Yeah. She says Eduardo had become jealous as she now only wants to date men who still have a pulse. She added, I cautiously started to go on dates with living humans. Imagine you're on a date with someone, right? Yeah. And A, she tells you she used to date a ghost. I mean, that's quite something. But then if she was, like, sat in front of you and she said, oh, you know, it's just really nice for me to, you know, get out of the house and start going on dates with living humans. That terminology is alarming. It is. It definitely makes you pay attention. It does. Well, okay. Should she I be concerned what? for yeah. my well-being and life? The Neither answer, sexes. yes. Is this person a necrophiliac? It's something that would cross my mind. If you're using terms like a living human, I can't lie, it would cross my mind. Yeah. I feel you're justified with that. I returned home from a date with a bunch of flowers. And Eduardo thought it would be amusing to pull the heads off all the roses and scatter the petals on my bed. The romantic fuck. He's even learnt to play careless whisper on the saxophone. I mean, at least I think it's him. The sound echoes in the distance sometimes when I'm taking a bath in candlelight. There you go. Imagine it's just like the next door neighbour's fucking Alexa. Yeah. But Careless Whisper, great song. Do you know what I mean? It's good. It's a great song. He's getting really jealous of the fact that I want to date a modern man. He knows I no longer find his uniform attractive, so he's going to extreme lengths to pull me in. He's even given himself a modern makeover and presented himself as a Ken doll. Wow. He wow. saw the latest Barbie movie. He was like, Ryan Gosling, sign me up. He went heads. You know, head in on that Ryan Gosling stuff, you know? Kendall. I mean, this is such an extraordinary story. <laughs> it like, really is. This woman's life is quite something. And I love the fact that she's mentioned she wants to date a modern man. Yeah. So Eduardo's gone. How I'm much gonna become more a Kendall. modern do you get than a Kendall? It's true. It's true. I might even go to Action Man. I don't know yet. Oof. That would be quite I'll cool. Start, I'll, start, I'll start at Kendall. Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. That could be... I don't know. Where'd you go after that, though? This thing. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. But he's gone for the Kendall. He I thought I was Kendall. going crazy when the image of him with cropped blonde hair... And a pink suit appeared. I could tell it was him, though, as his gaunt, harrowed eyes locked into mine and slowly he merged back into a rugged Victorian soldier. That is a fucking sentence. Yes. 
I could the tell it was him. Eyes yeah. Were, were the part that got me. A medium told me Eduardo would always be with me, and that's a thought that I can't come to terms with. I feel now I'm not consenting of Eduardo's presence, and I'm having trouble getting him to disconnect from me. Moving forward, I feel like I need a bit of flesh on my bones. Skeletons and dead men may seem hot. No, they don't. No, they don't, no. But in reality, they are stone-cold, unpredictable, and scary. Let's just dissect that quote for a second, because she's saying that she is laid with skeletons. That is, yeah. Yeah. That looks like it might be a possibility. When I say might be, certainly. That is where it ends. If you want a fucking cliffhanger... Wow. Okay. I mean, <laughs> listen, we're not here to make any assumptions or any accusations, but she said she is laid with ghosts. She is laid with dead men, which I don't know if she could be meaning ghosts. Yeah. She and skeletons. Now, skeletons you cannot mistake for a ghost. Skeleton is a physical thing. And if yeah. she is laid with skeletons. Yes, the it's the she describes them uh they in reality they are stone cold, unpredictable and scary. The thing I've never heard a skeleton described as is unpredictable. That is true. Yeah. That is a very astute observation. Cold, maybe, scary, yeah. You can associate that with being scared unpredictable unless it's like the person whose skeleton it belonged to had like a a defect or a missing bone or something I don't know snap famous that's it that'll do it that'll get you there that'll get you to the skeleton state I don't know man this is all a bit yeah people listening people watching let us know down below what do you think what do you think of this one eh? and should we try and Find Brocard. Well, in the article it says Brocard, and in the picture it says Borcard. So I don't know. But I would love to get her on the pod, I won't lie to you. What's going on with Eduardo then, eh? Yeah, it was, what's the latest? Just give us the DL. She is, I'll take it that is the picture of her at the start of the article. Yes, this that is Borcard. That there. There she is. That is her, is she looks a little bit like Yvette Fielding. I can see it. I can see it. Which, yeah. But I can tell but by I... the, the jet black gown that she's into the occult. Yeah. Also, yeah. the pose is very, like, you know, I'm a bit, you know, culty. I can see that. Yeah. Or she's like into witchcraft, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, paranormal lover. Fair play. Fair play. But yeah, there you go. That is the first story that we have for you today. Now let's move on to story number dos. Of course, brought to you by Wraith. Code duty. Right. Cursed charity shop painting ruined my life. It has terrifying powers. 
The family say their lives were turned upside down. A woman who bought a £20 charity shop portrait after her mum begged her to buy it says she believes that eerie artwork transfixed her mother just like Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. That's a comparison. Very good. Yeah. Zoe Elliot Brown bought the picture which shows a young girl wearing a red dress from Hastings Advice Representation Centre. Hark. Very close to Haprica. You yeah, put a little nice. P in there, you got a little Haprica on your hands. Shout yeah. out to Haprica, which I think is there. I think it's renamed. I think it's just the Paranormal Research Centre now. Yeah, I think they did. Well, he did rename They ditched it. the haunted antique part. Yeah. Dev- devastating. So it's in St. Leonard's on Sea, East Sussex, okay, on the 24th of July. The picture has already been bought and returned with the previous owner claiming it ruined her life. This led to the charity shop manager added a possibly cursed warning for those brave enough to buy it next. I'd buy it, 100%. That's it. I'd buy it. Straight in the basket. I'd actually quite, you know, like um, Ed and Lorraine Warren's uh, museum. Yeah. And, of course, Haprica and Zach Bagan's museum. I'd quite like to build one, you know. Well, it's like a museum of haunted artifacts, yeah. Stuff. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd be super cool. Um, so yeah, 36-year-old Kara took a snap of the portrait and showed it to mum Jane, who is said to have become transfixed, urging her daughter to buy it. Little did the pair know at the time that their lives were about to be turned upside down, with supposedly supernatural occurrences beginning to happen as soon as they brought it home. Right? If you scroll down, we've got a picture of the family. We've got Mum Jane there. We've got the lady that bought it, and we've got the possibly cursed image. Right? So, the family's dog, Scylla, a Patterdale Terrier, no idea, began instantly growling when the painting was brought into the living room and allegedly wouldn't go anywhere near it. Then, Zoe's 68-year-old mum, Jane Elliot Brown, of the Elliot Brown house began suffering health issues including hot flushes shakiness and feeling so cold she needed four jumpers to keep warm not one not two not three not five four four jumpers four mate also Jane apparently became weirdly protective over the artwork staring at it repeatedly okay Zoe from Hastings, East Sussex, recalled, I've never seen my mum want something so much. She was fascinated by it, but not in like a positive way. She was weirdly protective over it. She was continually staring at it. She was running her fingers over the cheekbones. She polished it, even though it didn't need polishing. Any mention of getting rid of it, she got really snappy. It's like some weird family heirloom she's become protective over. My mum was point-blank refusing to get rid of the picture. 
I guess it's a bit like the power in Lord of the Rings. It's definitely really enchanting. It kind of draws you into it, but then you don't really want to be near at the same time. It is almost a bit like Gollum in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what? They see the picture. You scroll, scroll down, you see the fucking picture. Oh. Look these, at, these pictures? Yeah, these pictures. Yeah, she's, she's, she's not happy about that. No. She's not happy to be stood so close to it. For the audio listeners, she has a grimace stood next to the evil photograph. I mean, it's uh, the photograph or the, the painting or whatever it is itself. Like, the expression on it is, um, I don't know. It's a bit off-putting, I guess. Yeah, I do know what you mean. It's neither, it's neither really happy or sad. It's just weirdly content yeah but you don't really know why yeah absolutely i agree that's a very good observation according to jane who believes her illnesses were unrelated she began hearing knocking sounds in the night even though nobody was there jane said i was quite taken with it i felt like it was a very unhappy young girl and there was something about it you wanted to cheer up I've got a picture in the house of my mum in it and I stroke her cheek and I did the same to the girl because she just seemed unhappy. There was something about it that made me want to bring her home and cheer her up. There were a few odd things. Someone kept tapping on the door and there was nobody there. I was overheating and not feeling quite right. I personally didn't put it down to the picture. Zoe did. She felt odd about it ever since it's been here. I feel like this could have actually like led Jane to murder her own daughter. She wanted got, to get rid of it. Definitely got that vibe about it, isn't it? It has. Like influenced me to kill my family member, my daughter. Yeah. It's definitely got those vibes. Yeah, definitely. I would say the thing about the picture, though, is that when you look at it, like it doesn't really seem... I just can't get over how mundane the picture is. Yeah, I wouldn't say she looks unhappy. No. She's just there. Do you know what I mean? Just there. Hmm. 20 quid. That's it. If you scroll scroll down again, there is then another picture of of, uh, Zoe attempting to pick up the picture. She was just not happy about it at all. I don't want it. I don't want to be near it. I don't like it. But... The news are here. The news article's going to be written about it. So I need some photos taken. That's it. Zoe, however, remains adamant that the painting led to her mum's health taking a turn and is now keeping it in a box filled with sage with the aim of cleansing it. Going forward, she now hopes somebody will be able to banish the curse for good. According to Zoe, my mum was just really shaky. She began coming out in all these really hot, weird sweats. I keep, I keep right. This is weird. I'm not saying this is this is uh, paranormal, but that's twice I've added the word weird when it wasn't there, and I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm possessed by the photo. That's, that's, the, that's the only answer. The only logical answer in this scenario. She began coming out in all these really hot sweats and really hot flushes. She normally wears four jumpers a day. She was boiling hot. Okay. She even ended up having to ring for an ambulance after Jane collapsed in the bathroom, but eventually cancelled it and stayed in her flat overnight instead. 
In the days that followed, things got even stranger and Zoe came downstairs one morning to discover Jane stroking the cheeks of the girl in the picture. Zoe remembered thinking it was odd behaviour, especially for my mum. She couldn't remember anything that had happened the night before. My mum is still really odd and vacant and won't really discuss it. Two weeks later, Zoe and partner Ben. Zoe and Ben. Two three-letter word individuals. Don't know why that's important, but they headed out for a walk approximately three miles from her home to watch a lightning storm and apparently came across a big black figure standing before them as they reached the top of the clearing. Zoe said we both looked at this figure thing and said, what is that? At the same time, he grabbed me and we began running back the way we had came. Ben was screaming that it was right behind him. I didn't clock that it could be anything to do with the picture, but then I've never, ever been chased by a dark figure in a lightning storm. It was the most terrifying experience both of our oh sorry, it's the most terrifying experience of both of our lives. Well do you think that could be related, Loss? Could it be the spirit of the picture? Leaving? I feel like saying something like they've never been chased by a dark figure in a lightning storm. I'm, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but have they been chased by a dark figure not in a lightning storm before? Yeah. <laughs> or like most things that you would ever do or could do in a lightning storm is probably going to be not normal. Yeah. Or you could do it for the first time. Like, I feel like it's weird to phrase it like that. Yeah. And to, to link it to the photo is also strange for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really want this photo, man. The, the next picture is, she's back, sold twice and returned twice. Are you brave enough? Yes. Give it to me. Wanting to rid her family of the curse, Zoe went back to the charity shop the very next morning to return the picture and was shocked to find a screw in her new tyres when she arrived. Before leaving the store, she warned the manager to be careful. Who he sold it to next. Curious to see if anyone had picked that up. The twice-returned painting. Zoe returned to have a look, only to end up feeling compelled to bring it home with her once more. Oh. Really? <laughs> Zoe continued, I don't think any normal person should go and get it as a joke. The manager had taken it from the window and said he really wanted it out of the shop. He said, technically, it's still yours, and asked, will I take it? I wanted to get it to someone who actually knows about this stuff and can do something positive with it. I thought, knowing my luck, some idiot will go and get it and try and burn it, and I don't really want to be left with the remainder of whatever the hell has been going on. Technically, I was the last owner. I want it dealt with properly. My friend said, if you're going to collect it, make sure you're going to seal it up in a box and put some sage with it. I was hoping the sage would cleanse it a bit. We put sage all round the corners of my mum's house too, which she wasn't best pleased about. Damn. Oh, it's the sage, right? That makes sense now. I was wondering what was in the top left-hand corner of the... <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> just a massive fucking spliff. Yeah, that's a spliff of sage. It's a sage spliff. That's it. But yeah, so there we go. That is... The evil photograph picture portrait of death yeah 
That's pretty intense. They took it back and then re Well, they didn't buy it again, but they took it back from the charity shop, which yeah. is that's some strange behaviour. But you know, I guess that adds a bit of credence to the fact that the f- picture has some effect on people. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Don't know about that one. It's interesting. I would love to own the photo personally, so I might see if I can get an email of some description or something like that. And just be like, look, send it my way. Yeah, I won't get You know, it makes sense. I'd be like, I'm an astute collector of cultish. Oh! That is the plank alarm that will be going off in another minute. I apologize. I'm going to have to do two planks because I missed the other one for the Atma podcast this morning. Going to have to get two two planks done after, after this. Um, but anyway, I would love to start collecting a cult items i think that'd be quite cool yeah, maybe get like a little lock up so it's not in my house yeah. you want a strong like a strong reinforced lock up if you can get one yeah because these demons are going to be powerful mate that's it they're going to be powerful right let's get on to the final story of today's episode this is right the entrance to hell under Mount Otto Koyama in Pipu Hokkaido. Hidden cave in Japan said... That's it. That's it. That was when Plank was supposed to be finished. Hidden cave in Japan said to be entrance to hell after explorers who went inside died. Oh, wow. Okay. The Ahunru Paru cave system sits at the base of Mount Otto Koyama in Japan's Hokkaido region and was given its name by the local Ainu people after the mysterious death of someone who went inside. An explorer who discovered a hidden cave system under a mountain in Japan, which locals now call the entrance to hell. The rural town of Pipu has around 4,000 residents and is usually just a stopping off point as travellers journey through to the bustling city of Asahikawa a few miles on. Seiji Nakazawafo was on his way through the north of the country when someone he met on his journey told him about a cave that is rumoured to be a portal to the fiery pit. Though there are plenty of stories about the cavern, most people who told them had never seen it for themselves. At first, the Sora 24 reporter wondered if it was just an urban legend dreamed up by superstitious locals. With nothing more than a vague location, the Minami-Ichi-Sen area of Pipu, at the base of Mount Otokuyama, he set out to find it. So, did he find it? Expecting to have to march through dense forest to find the gateway, he was stunned to find a sign on the road sign pointing to the infernal entrance. And the cave itself can even be seen with a sharp eye from the street outside. The entranceway is said to be part of the Ahunru Paro cave system, which were named by members of Hokkaido's indigenous Ainu people. One reason for the lack of information about the cave could be because the Ainu people has no written language. This means that their folklore and traditions have been passed orally. So, 
One of the tales to make it from generation to generation is about a pair of elderly villagers who found themselves lost in the caves and only just managed to escape with their lives. One of them was hell-bent on returning to the caves, while the other said they would never go back. The first pensioner died shortly after, while the other lived on for many more years, adding to this mystery of the cavern. Perhaps due to local superstition, a huge sign with the words, Do not enter, has been knocked up outside the cavern. Okay. The entrance is fenced off, but determined ghost hunters could break in by crawling under a barrier, the reporter said. Seiji opted to heed the warnings and didn't enter but went around the back to double-check it wasn't just a tunnel. But he found a solid rock wall, meaning that the only way it could lead was down. So there we go. Yeah. Does that cave system lead to hell? That's pretty gnarly. Doesn't look inviting. It doesn't, but then none of these cave systems do. Obviously, I've done a lot of content in the past on cave divers and stuff i fully respect them um for the adrenaline junkies i'll call them that they are um but <coughs> excuse me with a little cough on the pod but i just couldn't do it myself i couldn't do it i couldn't squeeze myself into those tight little spaces uh, couldn't no. do it no thanks definitely not no it's just not for me However, could I poke my head in if it's allegedly the entrance to hell? Just have a little look. You know? Might be tempting. Curiosity killed the fucking paranormal investigator. That's true. As the old saying goes. That is true. What do you think? Well, it doesn't look inviting. Um, I wouldn't be interested in going in there just to have a look. Um, and the fact that it did say people had died in there, didn't it? Yeah, that's how it got its, its kind of reputation, I think. So you know people have died in there. Uh, you, Whether you think it's because it is genuinely a portal to hell or not, or whether they've just got stuck and died, you just it's one of the things you don't really run the risk, do you? You just think, maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Um, do I think it's an actual entrance to hell? What's that? The cave, like, do I actually? Oh, think sorry, I, I thought I thought you were saying. Do you know what I actually think is the entrance to hell? And then oh. you're going to tell us what the entrance to hell was. No, I don't have one, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, if I did, I could market that. That's and, it. Uh, sell some tools. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't believe it is the entrance to hell, but it's a cool story nonetheless. It's an entrance to a form of hell if you're claustrophobic. True, that is true. Yeah, but. No, I hate. I even hate think. I don't even think I'm that claustrophobic, but trying to worm your way through these little yeah. gaps. No, 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 no. Because the thing is, right? The big. This might sound a bit weird, but the big thing for me with these caves is like, the deeper you go, the further you have to come back. Yeah, and yeah, like, true. if you're like, you know. There'll be certain, like, have you seen some of the manoeuvres that some of these people have to do to get around some rocks? Like, they're not natural, like, you know, stances, shall we say, poses, positions, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and then if like you a... think to go back, you've got to do it 
the opposite way round. You know, it's just oh, it's just fucking awful. Yeah, we're not talking like a Tomb Raider shimmy across a ledge. No, it's like you've got to contort yourself to get through a gap, and yeah. then guarantee like you've got to guarantee yourself you got to do the same thing to get back the other way. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. And some of these things, like you have to edge yourself like a couple of millimeters at a time, and then yeah. you have to not freak out that you're not going to get through this bit quickly. You're going to have to remain calm and edge and edge and edge. And then you have the other issue. So you go with someone else, obviously, because fuck doing that by yourself. And then what if the person behind you, i.e. the person between you and the exit, gets stuck? What if your torch dies and you are in eternal darkness? Like, there are just so many ways that you could just be absolutely effed. Yeah. Even, like, something like the, the environment changing. changing. Like, yeah. water comes in. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't account for that. A lot of people are drowning. The, the, a lot of the deaths are drowning. There you go. There you go. And then you just get the absolute, in my opinion, psychopaths that just combine deep sea diving scuba diving and cave diving they just do both simultaneously so you just want to die yeah you just want to die like it's just fucking makes me feel ill mate makes me feel utterly sickened physically sick yeah yeah um before we finish today i do just want to ask um, I don't know how we'll do this. Maybe we can brainstorm right now on the pod laws. So basically, what I would like, I would like an episode of the pod where the people at home, the listeners, the viewers, if they have a ghost story, I want them to tell us the ghost story, not via email. I want to hear them tell us themselves. So I want to hear voice notes or videos. You can send a video of yourself doing it or um voice note of you telling your paranormal experience and i'd love to collect a load and then do an episode where we kind of um listen to them and give our opinions etc etc um what would be the best way like i guess you could you know because i don't know would it be google drive i don't know because you can't email over like x amount but then i don't know how big a voice message will be no, if it's a voice message, it might be all right to do it via email, but definitely video will <laughs> cause issues. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how we'd do it. The only way I can think about it is setting up a, a separate, something similar to like Google Drive or Dropbox, setting up a separate one for that, yeah. specifically for the podcast, and then doing it via that. Um, okay. But yeah, it's that's the only way i can think about doing it obviously dropbox is not going to be free google drive is free you have like See, a, I, a I pay for premium dropbox right right 10 pound a month does that mean that i can only send like big files to other people on the premium one or is it because i have it i can both send and receive i, I don't, don't know i don't really know how I'm it works sure. no i'm not really sure because if um, I had to, if I could only give it to other people that had the premium, that seems very counterintuitive. Yeah, I would imagine you would be able to receive files from other people. Yeah, but it, listen, 
dudystories at gmail.com d-u-d-e-y-s-t-o-r-i-e-s at gmail.com that's my kind of stories email right so if you could send me a voice message via that that would be amazing if you can send me a video you can also we transfer to that email dudystories at gmail.com i'd just love to do an episode where we're actually hearing you guys you know we're hearing your stories and, and all that sort of stuff so that'd be really cool that'd be really cool um but yeah also if you've got a haunted house you want investigated get in yes. contact get in contact uh and we'll, we'll make it happen we will make it happen all right cool uh are you happy to leave it there Lance? i feel like that's a nice um you know we've done three stories i've been very varied we've had a yep. evil cave that leads to hell we've had a haunted f- uh, picture and then we've had oof. eduardo eduardo what was your favorite out of the three obviously they're very different uh, yeah i think i like the first story just because the idea of this ghost kind of re re-energizing himself or reanimating himself as is a someone Kendall. something else yeah yeah i like that um but then again i did like the the cave story at the end as well um the the picture in the middle is a good story but i feel like it's not as bad as they're making it out but that might just be my opinion i don't believe in haunted objects see so, now that shows the difference between me and you because i'm gonna i'm just gonna say uh, the second story is my favorite there you go yeah it was That's it. it's true can't lie to you well i back eduardo That's it. oh no the other stories were great but just that i just want that i want that haunted photo haunted portrait but yeah support the pod join the patreon you get exclusives over there it's a good time another investigation coming very soon for the halloween special there's gonna be a halloween special of the podcast as well which is gonna be super fun all five of us are gonna be present for that so that's gonna be fun um hopefully everyone doesn't just talk over each other and this is an absolute yeah abomination it could happen but you know i'm sure we'll manage to a certain degree We'll get through. We'll get through. We've got everyone's everyone's bringing a story, so everyone will have a nice period of time to 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 talk and stuff. But um, but yeah, we shall see how that goes. Hopefully, it's great. I'm sure it will be. Like I say, join the Patreon if you want to support the podcast. There's an investigation coming next week as well. There's lots of fun stuff coming. Two pods a week. Investigation every fortnight. Hopefully, um, hopefully on the investigation. But the two pods is a given. All right. Thank you so much, guys. We're out of here, but we will see you in the next episode. See you later. Bye-bye.